Hey guys, you are tuning into the Driven by Purpose podcast. Now to my new viewers, hey Pooh, please pause this episode and rate as well as subscribe. And to my returning subscribers or viewers, thank you for sticking around. And if you haven't already, rate right now, comment and subscribe. Same old, same old. Now it helps me get higher on the charts and more noticed. So please y'all do y'all thing, you feel me? But without further ado... In this podcast, Jesus is our center. We discuss all things related to self-love, a healthy relationship with Christ, breaking generational ties, trace of a godly woman slash man, and so much more. Join me for this podcast and you will leave convicted and forever changed. Now, so honestly, you guys, today's topic was supposed to be why do you get so easily offended? But it's going to still be the same exact topic. However, I'm actually going to call it people get me tight. Just to appeal to my millennials because I'm a millennial myself and this is a very, very true statement. And I hear this all the time (laughs) within my generation. But like I always say, I love sharing my personal stories because I feel like, you know, we're all struggling as Christians. So why not share my stories? Because with telling you guys my testimonials, you become free. And I pray that both myself and you are able to live a life, you know, free from being offended. So I remember... When I was in the eighth grade or so, I remember I was in class and there was this girl who I was really, really close with. She was actually one of the first people that I spoke to after coming to school. So me and her ended up growing this strong, strong bond and connection. So I remember that I was sitting really, really close to her at one point within the classroom and she was sitting around some of her other friends, which I wasn't really close to at the time. However, I was mainly just getting my work done. It was no love lost or any problems at that specific time. But her friends kept throwing pencils my way repeatedly and out of rage, thinking that it was a purposeful action intended to hurt me or piss me off. I reacted in anger and I started cursing at my close friend which ended in an altercation that was bigger than it actually had to be. And even though I didn't get in trouble with my school or anything, but as a result of that certain situation and as a result of my specific actions at the time, my relationship with that friend ended up slowly diminishing. But what I didn't know was her friends were trying to throw pencils at each other. But because I was in the middle of them or around the area where they were throwing pencils at each other, it hit me multiple times. And I ended up blaming my close friend when in fact she was not involved or even knew anything about it. But my anger overtook me and I just started to treat her really, really badly. And I cursed at her with everything in me. You would have think, I'm sorry, I I said you would have think. You would have thought like she did something like she grabbed me up you would have thought something happened so crazy that brought out that reaction but literally it was over some pencils y'all like it was over some pencils and I remember even when I was explaining it to somebody after very very shortly after they were like you are so angry like your facial expressions your hand movements and everything are going crazy right now while she is being so calm and I will always remember that statement But, you know, despite that, even after that situation, I continued to live my life the exact same, if not worse, with my rage. And, of course, I still wasn't thinking about my actions, but it wasn't until recently that God pointed it out to me again. And, y'all, 
Although I felt like God was protecting me from that friendship because she ended up not being that, you know, the specific person that was designated to be in my life for other reasons that came to light later on. But God also used that certain situation to show to me that, Tina, you're going to lose out on some great people in the future because of the fact that you get easily offended. So you got to cut it out. You got to stop walking around saying you can't stand people. You got to stop walking around with the nasty attitude. You got to stop being just this person who can't stand the sight of other people and being so angry at everyone and everything, you know? So God was basically trying to tell me like, chill, sis. So I want y'all to think of a situation where you got easily offended and how did you view that situation and what came out of it? You know, did your, did your friendships, did your relationships with other people change as a result of you being so easily offended? Does that still, do you still think of that certain situation up until today? Like, what came out of it, basically? And another thing that was crazy was about a year later, God was planning to do something transforming in my life to make me desire to know him even more. And the devil was aware, so he was sticking slight thorns in my body so that I could not achieve purpose. Isn't that crazy, y'all? But the Urban Dictionary defines easily offended people as people that are commonly classed as such due to how easy it is for them to get into a hissy fit when they have resulted from even the slightest, uh, sorry, when which has resulted from even the slightest of offenses. Now me yelling and screaming and carrying on and calling her every single name in the book because she threw some pencils at me. I want I want to continuously reiterate how silly it was. She threw some pencils at me, y'all. Just just some ordinary pencils. <laughs> that definitely falls in line with being easily offended. Even people at my school were speculating like did something happen prior because there was no way that I could be that offended with something happening without something happening prior. But literally, you guys, to God who made me, we were actually so good. We were so tight. We were laughing just a few moments ago. Even yesterday, we were so good prior to the situation. But, you know, Proverbs 18, 19, NLT version states that an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. And you guys, after that, me and her ended up reconciling, but we were never the same. You know, the Bible is so spot on because literally that argument separated us. There was really no going back because after you've said and after everything that you've done, there are just certain things that you don't like. Okay, you say stuff out of anger, but you really have to think about what you say to people because you can literally never take those words back because once it's out in the atmosphere, it's out. But, you know, aside from all this friend talk, a lot of us get offended at school by our teachers, by our parents when they give us advice, at pastors who constantly give us conviction through their messages, on the train, you know, when somebody steps on your shoes, when our grandparents scold us, when our siblings take our food from the fridge, when we had a long day and then literally we about to get into the house and then our keys fall and drop on the floor. There are so many situations where we literally get offended. For me, I feel like I get offended almost every single day and it's so bad, but I have to be real with y'all. A lot of us are just offended at the world. And as a result of us being offended, we end up pushing people away. 
Do you really honestly think that by you saying that people get me tight and I can't stand people, I hate people, this, that, and the third, you don't think that those certain statements cannot take root of your heart and you start living out certain things? You have so much power in your tongue. You literally have life and death within your tongue. So you get to literally say and you get to declare what comes out of your life sometimes. And by you walking around with a bigot, uh, bigot attitude and just, you know, being so negative, that's not helping your situation either, sis. You know, and we continuously end up pushing people away and you're going to miss out on some great people just because of your attitude, just because of your perspective, just because of the way you talk. Like, and I don't know about you, but I come to, I've personally come to the realization that you know, life can be very, very rewarding and I don't want to miss out on the right and some great people just because some people in the past or have wronged me or just because, you know, I've developed this anger and I don't want to let it go or just because I've developed this easily offended attitude and I don't want to let it go. I want to let it go in 2020. I don't know about y'all. You feel me? Because I can't even count how many times I've gotten offended and stayed my distance, which only caused frictions in my personal relationship. My personal relationships, I should say. And I know you're trying to work on it and you've probably been praying on it, you know, for 2020 that you want to be a better person and you just want to stop getting offended. But you just don't understand why the devil keeps trying you. But I got something to tell you guys. Now, this is a secret. Um, You could tell it to the whole world if you want to, but just listen, y'all, and sit tight for this one, okay? If you're driving in your car, you know, pause, all right, real quick, all right, if you have space. But literally, if Satan is not bothering you, you aren't bothering him. So you should be bothered about that. Now, I'm going to say it again because that could be a very, very confusing statement. If Satan is not bothering you, you are not bothering him. So you should be bothered about that. Now, what am I saying? You're probably thinking, like, what's the point of what you're saying? Satan only interrupts the lives of people who he knows are set to live a life of purpose. So when you are tried with little inconveniences or little annoyances, it's him trying to divert you and trying to divert your mind from God and also achieving purpose. He's trying to get you to sin so that you could separate yourself from the love of God. But because Satan is such an imbecile like this bro like this man or whatever he is he be getting me so tight oh my gosh (laughs) because okay he's the type of person he could get me tight but literally he's such a fool you guys because he is not aware or even fully understands that god is gonna always love us or actually let me correct myself he knows that god got love for us but he does not want us to tap into what it truly means to love and be loved by god But Colossians 3.13 NLT version states, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Now, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard at least the last statement once or twice in your life. The part about saying, remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. I can't express how many times I've heard that at church or I've heard people say that to me, but I've never truly internalized it. Do you realize that we sin daily? Sometimes we sin hourly and we just continuously do things sometimes to mock God and to just openly disrespect him. But he's so forgiving and he truly loves us with all his heart, which I can't even understand why. But we still we we say we love God and 
we say that he's such a good, good father and we say all these great things to him, but we're saying this to an invisible God. Of course, he's a living God, but he's invisible. How are we going to treat somebody who's invisible better than we treat the people who we can actually see on this earth? I heard that in church the other day and I'm just like, damn, that is so true because the saying goes, um, there's a saying that I saw on Facebook and it said, you cannot worship God and treat people bad at the same time. And that statement has truly stopped me in my tracks a few times or stopped me after I did something or treated somebody really, really bad. And I wanted to stop you in your tracks too. I want you throughout this week to remember that God continuously forgives you. He continuously loves on you when you don't deserve it. So why aren't you loving on the people within this earth? Why are you getting so easily offended? You know, why are you carrying bits of unforgiveness in your heart? Why, why, like, dig deep. What's the origin of all this stuff that's so deep within your heart? And I'm going to go and make a whole separate episode about unforgiveness. But literally, offense is just a simple and very little stone. And little stones and stumbles turn into strongholds, sis. So if you are constantly getting offended, take it that despite that the devil is trying you, God wants to use these offenses to build your character. But will you let him, though? Offense just reaps negative fruits such as resentment, bitterness, anger, and broken relationships with people on this world when we do not see the potential of the hardship that we are facing. When you are woke and when you are open-minded about the potential of what God is trying to do through this certain hardship, you're gonna, your perspective is going to change and you're going to let him use these certain offenses and use these certain trials to actually build your character. So change your perspective. Shoot, offense even makes your relationship with God unsteady. The other day I was so offended by something that I could not even pray, you guys. I could not focus. I could barely sit down. I was just so angry. I was talking to my mother about it. I was just yelling. I was just going off because I I was just so angry. But mind you guys, the day before, I had planned to dedicate it, you know, my whole entire day to reading my new books that I had just bought, reading the Bible, and worshiping God. But the devil knew that I was going to use my time to seek the Lord. But he knew, he also knew my buttons. And as a result, I fell into the trap and was continuously tormented. And I ended up, you know, I ended up praying, but I ended up praying when I wanted to. You know, I didn't. I didn't seek God first, which was the first mistake that I made. You know, actually, when I first when the situ- when that specific situation ended up happening, the first thing that I said was, "God, you tried me so early in the year, but I didn't take so I didn't take some time to call on the name of Jesus. I didn't take some time to stop in my tracks. I didn't take some time to automatically say to myself, you know what? I'm not going to let this affect me. I just fell into it.'" But you guys are probably thinking, Tina, you are talking all this good talk, but I'm going to need some tips as to how to go about this. So, of course, I got y'all. I got y'all. So, my first step to really combating offense is to realize and to make peace with the concept that despite that you are saved and you are a Christian, it does not make you exempt from facing trials such as being offended. I feel like that's my biggest problem because when I first got saved, I thought that my life Of course, my life changed drastically, but I thought that I would never have to go through hard times anymore. And I feel like, you know, a lot of us got came into Christianity because we felt like it was just going to be this joyride of peace 
And most times it is because God will grant us, you know, continuous peace. But a lot of us think that with that peace comes no problems, no stress. But we live on this world, this carnal world. So, yeah, we're going to continuously face strife. And the sooner that you understand that, the sooner that you'll get over it, you know. You probably going to get offended tomorrow, maybe the month after. Why? Because it's just the life that we live. But I feel like once we accept that we are weak and try to move away from the concept of perfection, God works more within us. Because I feel like the more that, you know, I pray about it, the more the devil tries to attack me. And the more that I try to fight back in my own strength, the more that I keep falling into traps continuously, 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 because I always end up failing. Because, you know, when I fall into a fence, y'all, I'm going to keep it a whole buck. I become distant. And, of course, I later see the aftermath of my, re- of my actions. And I get disappointed in myself. And then all of a sudden, I get discouraged. And I start feeling, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to overcome this. This is too hard. However, realizing that I don't have to be perfect, God is continuously working in me. And I should call on his name next time for guidance is the perfect way to get up after falling into the trap of offense. And my second tip is to take captivity of your thoughts. Our biggest challenge is our mind, you guys, and also our perspective. And I promise y'all, once we change that, we can literally fight the world. And when we are getting into those moods of where we are feeling offended, we don't always use our discretion. We do not. When we're tight, when we hate the world, when we when we just hate everybody around us, we get we don't use our best discretion. We do not at all. Most times when I get offended, I feel that the best way to make that person understand that I'm offended is to be distant and then that's going to hurt their feelings and then they better apologize and shoot. I'm going to think about whether I should even accept the apology. And I know, you guys, it's a bad, bad, bad mindset, but I'm confessing this openly to you guys. And I just hope and pray that you guys can be changed through this and, you know, we can both be free. But literally, when you get into a situation like this, stop, step back, call on the name of Jesus You know, do all that great stuff, but there's just more to calling on the name of Jesus. There's a conscious decision that you have to make, which is I refuse to be offended. It sounds so minor, but literally, I want you guys to make this affirmation for today and for the following weeks. And you guys internalize this. Declare it with your mouth. Say it with your mouth. I refuse to be offended. In three, two, one, I refuse to be offended. There is so much power that you take back from the enemy when you change your perspective. So when the devil comes to devour or prowl on you, which he will because he's a liar and a fool, I must add, declare with your mouth that I will not be offended. And say a quick word to Jesus and just notice how he will calm you down, literally. But for me, I personally have to call on God about a good Five times I just had to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And he, he, he comes and it gets the job done. But for me personally, I need to continuously do it because the devil be coming after you, sis. But yeah, y'all, for the most part, I just want, you know, to say to everybody that Romans 3, 23 NLT version says that for everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. You have offended many people before just as how many people have offended you. It's a continuous cycle. People will continuously offend you. And I pray that you will not be offended by many people. But 
the best thing that we could do is try to live a, a simply a blameless life and live in harmony with people despite that it's such a tiring task. But with all of that being said, we are going to move into our jewel of the day. So for anybody who's new, throughout this segment, I basically put y'all onto some Christian music that I'm loving and listening to. So I actually love this song, even though it's not at all what I would typically listen to, but it's very, very, very inspiring. It's called Better Days by Leandra Johnson. I'll repeat that. It's called Better Days by Leandra Johnson. Now, she talks about how sometimes we really have rough days, but she reiterates that better days are coming. And throughout this week, I want you guys to remember that, you know, you aren't always going to be this overly sensitive or easily offended individual. Okay, better days are coming. Okay. And also, you guys, I'm trying to expand this podcast. So if you have made it this far, I've got a special, special treat for you all. So if you guys are having problems in your own personal lives to make this podcast more interactive, you guys can send me emails of any issues that you are facing. And if you are seeking godly counsel or even prayer, send me an email at clementinahose16 at gmail.com. And that is spelled C-L-E-M-E-N-T-I-N-A-J-O-S-E-1-6 at gmail.com. And in the subject line, you can put T with T, and that will be spelled T-E-A-W-I-T-H-T. T with T. It's a new little series that I'm trying to add. So if you guys want to be featured, you guys can send me some emails, and I will talk about it on here. But if you don't want to be mentioned in my episodes, let me know in the email. And of course, I would still pray for you and seek godly counsel and do all that great stuff you guys but i would love to help y'all and talk with y'all so send them emails if you have anything that's so desperately on your heart and then also y'all i say this every single episode and i'm you know continuously reiterated throughout my episodes actually but i'm gonna start yelling at y'all because i need y'all to rate and comment okay and also subscribe if you have not already i've been getting a lot of support and i truly truly appreciate it i've been getting more listens as well but i need you know, more ratings and just just more of you guys listening to the word of God. And I just want to continuously grow. So guys, please pause this and do your thing. All right. It's easy. It's free and will take less than a minute. All you got to do is rate, comment and subscribe. It could be a little, little comment. It could be a long comment. Tell me your feedback. Tell me if this podcast is changing you, convicting you. Tell me what's up. And also, you guys expect a new episode every single two weeks but on that note i'm gonna leave you guys i want you guys to have a blessed blessed week and tina out